Welcome to the Shorthand States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Matt Falaise and we're here to review the third and final day of this early September States meeting. And the big news is from today that Herm School is to reopen, not on Monday, but uh, it's going to take a few weeks, but that's all as a result of a raquette led by Deputy David Delisle, which has in effect reversed the... Uh, trial closure the one-year trial closure of uh, Herm school so a defeat for education sport and culture uh, a success for deputy david delisle and those who backed him and a number backed him didn't they matt yeah i mean the, the one-year trial closure has ended up lasting three days or, or three days before education was was told to, uh, to to get the school reopened so in the end the the, the final vote on on the raquette uh, was um, well only nine members voted against it. Yeah, and I noticed that among them were members of PNR, members of Education, Sport and Culture, though not all of them, just three out of the five, and uh, two committee presidents, and and that was it. None, none of the, what you might describe as the backbenchers uh, voted for it, and not even all of the principal committees involved. No, I mean it was a really significant defeat, and you know, listening to the debate, I thought that um, the the first speech that the ESC president, Deputy Dudley Owen, made, really setting out the case for the one-year trial closure, was a very strong speech. You know, I thought it was very well structured. She made a very strong case on on financial grounds and educational grounds, and yet, and of course, the states have have very serious financial challenges. Um, and the number of children at home school is very, very small. And yet, despite all of that, they could still only get nine votes in favour of their position. And I think that is quite, uh, I mean, to the, for the people on home, obviously, they were interested in the, the issue of the school. But the wider politics of this, you know, I think that's quite a crushing defeat for education, sport and culture. And I think it it, it indicates that they are... To some extent, you know, struggling to maintain the confidence of the states because they, they really ought to have been able, if they couldn't defeat the raquette, they ought to have been able to rely on, um, you know, more than six of their colleagues to vote in favour of their position, which, you know, on, a lo- on logical grounds was, was quite a strong position. The uh, the contrast between her opening speech and the speech that she gave just before lunchtime, which was sort of uh, answering debate on what was, we should explain, uh, her own amendment or the, the, her committee's amendment to, um, to change the raquette so that instead of a simple reinstatement, it would be a, continu- a, a working group to over- oversee the trial that would involve somebody from outside, uh, members from outside the uh, committee, including one of the records themselves, um, or perhaps perhaps uh, close it just to infants and then explain where the money's going to come from or close the school to infants and juniors and again you know uh, uh, find the even greater sum that would be necessary for that so it was it was a uh, it wasn't just a nuance it was quite it was overriding the the raquette by the time she came to give that closing uh, speech it was quite obvious to her i think but by her tone um that uh, she knew the game was up uh, for for, the, for that amendment and and, and in, in contrast to her strident and persuasive speech at the beginning it was really um, quite disjointed and you could tell that things were going awry. 
Um, it was actually halfway through the afternoon session when we really were even more certain that this recount was going to succeed that a, a sudden compromise solution appeared to arrive. Um, one deputy described it to me as a as a lifeboat um, that came along in the shape of uh, Deputy Sasha Kazantsova Miller, who said that, well, hang on, why, why don't we go along with the reinstatement insisted upon by the uh, the recount, but um, task education, sport and culture to come back initially she said in the summer term then as soon as is practicable um, with um, proposals for the future education of Herm children not necessarily in Herm uh, but uh, nevertheless um, and Deputy Dudley Owen seized on that and I think was welcoming of the uh, collegiate nature of this kind of compromise solution but it just came under a huge amount of fire didn't it? Yeah it did I mean it was a valiant effort at compromise probably uh, in the mould of, of the, remember the deputy to summary deputy Murray compromise on the electricity strategy. Seems like an age ago. It, it does, but it, it was, uh, the, yeah, the, that that was um, a, a very successful compromise that they fashioned over that uh, earlier in the week. But um, that compromise amendment from Deputy Kazantseva Miller was really quite poorly constructed. I have to say that. I mean, it was a valiant attempt at a compromise, but the uh, the amendment had several holes in it. And you see, the thing is, it it, uh, it was very much uh, not in line with the mood music in the States. You know, it was it was perfectly obvious, really, by lunchtime that the States wanted to send a very clear message to education that they wanted education reinstated uh, in Herm as soon as possible and they didn't want education in six months or a year or in two years to um to remove education again you know from her they they that was the message the states wanted to send and so it was never really going to be possible to come up with a compromise which suited education and suited a majority of the states because the the, the committee the education committee had just got itself into a position where it it couldn't carry anything like a majority of the states so so that that attempt at a compromise amendment failed from the moment that that failed uh, quite decisively it was clear that the raquette itself the direction to reinstate the school uh, would would carry convincingly but you know I was sat there thinking um, you know education might hold maybe 12 13 14 votes but in the end uh, it was only nine votes so a, a very convincing victory for, for Deputy Delisle's amendment, uh, Roquette, sorry. And um, and yeah, and, and it is worth saying that as well as there being criticism of the decision itself on the educational and financial grounds, there was also uh, criticism of education as a committee um, on the grounds of its having uh, insufficiently consulted with stakeholders in the view of several members. I think it was uh, Deputy Matthews, or was it Deputy Follow, who said this is not something that's been uh, done with Herm, but something that's been done to Herm. Uh, and that was a, a theme that uh, was similar to uh, what a lot of deputies were, were uh, talking about. Um, and I, I think we should, before we uh, go, mention, firstly, that I've spoken to John Singer, um, the tenant of Herm, um, about this. He was very emotional. He had to sort of uh, fight off tears while he was talking to me about his, um, it's been a long day, about his, his um, happiness that this has finally gone through, about how it's going to be easier now for the island to recruit um, new uh, uh, employees with families because they'll, they'll want to, well, they'll feel more comfortable about taking children over to Herm. And uh, he's off to celebrate now, he said, with a glass of wine and then go to bed because he's very, very tired. Um, and uh, then also it's 
it's worth mentioning that uh, somebody else who's probably quite tired but frustrated today um, is Deputy Rob Prow. I really felt for him today. He made several attempts in the last couple of days to ensure that the domestic abuse strategy that was supposed to be heard in this debate would get heard, knowing that there was uh, a likelihood that it might get bumped if uh, other debates went on. Well, his worst fears were realised. This edu uh, Education in Herm debate took all of today and uh, he tried to get the uh, meeting extended and then there was a vote right at the end and the members decided, nah, we've had enough, we're going home for the weekend. Um, so it's going to have to wait now until the end of September. So uh, it's rough for him, really. Yeah, I mean, the domestic abuse legislation will, will sail through the states uh, in the end, but it is going to have to wait a, a, a few more weeks. Um, Deputy Prow and his committee have, have done a lot of, of work around um, domestic abuse. Um, you know, it's, it's been high on their priority list and, and, and they are generally regarded in the states as, as having done a very good job with that. Of course, the other item that has been um, shifted to later in the month was is the airport runway. Um, so, uh, you know, after years and years of debate about that over several different states' terms, uh, but still it doesn't come to a conclusion. So the, the states, um, presumably quite high on their timetable when they come back at the end of the month, will have to deal with these counter-proposals. A majority of the members of economic development basically want to say uh, we, we, we shouldn't be extending the runway at the present time, but we don't want to close off that option permanently. And Deputy Simon Vermeulen, a member of the Economic Development Committee, has an amendment in to say get on with a, with a runway extension in this state's term. So um, that, that debate is, is going to have to wait for the next state's meeting. And then, of course, uh, so that, that will actually be a, a relatively full meeting now, then leading in three weeks later to the great uh, tax and spending and borrowing debate. And the decision was made today that that debate in October will be extended to four days. So lucky you, listeners, you're going to get four days of us uh, reviewing that particular October And, and, and it, it won't finish in four days, probably, will it? I mean, if you look at, I think the last tax debate took six days and there is more to be debated because there's the borrowing proposal and the full list of capital projects in, in, in that debate. So they'll be very lucky to do it in, in four days. They, they face a very, very busy... Um, and, and significant autumn. Yeah, so by the Friday of that meeting, we, you and I, will have gone through 10 days of debate this year on the tax strategy, and I think that'll be when we approach our boss for a rise. <laughs> but for now, uh, that's all from us here on the Shorthand Stays. Bye-bye. Good night.